Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, lovely ones, and welcome to another episode of the Phonebox podcast with me, Emma Conway. How the devil are you? I hope you have had an amazing week. I'm back with a cracking episode this week. A small disclaimer, I had a perimenopausal moment. Now, if some of you are listening to this who were teenagers in the 90s, maybe you can relate because I had a full brain fog, a full... It, my, my mind went. I was interviewing the wonderful Katie Kirby, who is also known sometimes as her alter ego, Harafa Jin, and most recently known as the brilliant author of my daughter's favourite books, the Lottie Brooks series, they are brilliant. For tweens from 9 to 12, it is the perfect reading. Diaries are like a little bit like a female Adrian Mole, but for like younger kids, it's perfect. Anyway, we recorded a whole bit. We had to hang up for some reason. We carried on doing it and it just dawned on me. I hadn't recorded. I hadn't recorded it. <laughs> so half the way through this, you hear me go, and now we're back in the room because I forgot to record it. So you know what? Women who are 45, you get it, you understand me. And women who are listening to this, who are younger, this is your future. One day you will forget to press record or forget to do a a myriad of things. The other day I threw um, threw my toner in the bin and put a dirty, dirty cotton wool in on the shelf in the in the bathroom cabinets that's nice i hope you enjoy this episode don't forget to tag me in where you are listening and i will see you back at the end for a chat hello katie and welcome to the phone box podcast how are you i'm good thank you thanks for having me oh, the pleasure is all mine okay what year <laughs> were you 14 it was 1974 1974 i'm not 1974 like 94 Oh, 1944. 1944. Just aged me like 20 years. <laughs> 1994. Okay, so 1994, not 1974. And where did you grow up? 
uh, in Worthing. Where's Worthing? It's just just down the coast from where I am now in Hove. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Was it a seaside? Was it? A, is it a seaside resort? Seaside town. Yeah, Lovely. yeah, town. It's not as quite as cool as Brighton and Hove. Oh no, is it? No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be nicer than Birmingham, I'm sure, if it's by the seaside. So, what were you like when you were fourteen? Probably quite shy, quite quiet. I think I was probably at that stage quite good, quite into my schoolwork and stuff. But um, coming out of my shell a bit and starting getting interested in drinking out and all the kind of naughtier aspects. But I was definitely, definitely, I've got. I mean, I used to keep diaries a lot. So um, I think 1993 is when I first started and it is quite boy, boy obsessed, like most of the entries. Would you say you were a boffin? Because a boffin is a word that's cropped up quite a lot. Really say I was a boffin just because I was a bit late, a bit too lazy to be a boffin. But I was kind of with boffin friends, if you like. I just wasn't, I was kind of like, I was in the top. So I suppose people might have said I was a boffin, but I wasn't like, I was a bit of a lazy boffin was actually trying trying hard enough to be <laughs> yeah just you're 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 like a boff did you used to call did you used to say having making love was boffing have you ever heard that or is that a brummy thing no, I, or have i invented that, that would make sense oh i didn't say that we used to say shagging i think was the main thing shagging shag shag it shag yeah, making love <laughs> i don't know why i said that said, oh my god that's so oh that's so quick if everyone hears this you'll be like oh. Making love. Um, okay, what was your bedroom like when you were 14? Oh, it was um moon and theme. Do you know the sort of like navy blue and you have the moons and the on, I think, like the moons and stars. And so it's kind of a bit hippie-ish, but I think that was the end of the time, but I'm not sure why, really. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? You are not alone with having a moon and star bedroom. Ah. There has been a few moon and star oh, bedrooms. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, there has, has been. It must have been quite a trending thing. I yeah. didn't have a moon and star. Also, there's been like bedrooms with like inflatable chairs in and stuff. And I didn't have that either. But yeah, moon and stars, that sounds very... So was it like navy walls? It's like a navy sort kind of bit brighter than navy blue, maybe um, with this orange. But I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were kind of had faces on, but they were kind of a bit more intricate than... No, it's, yeah, and then obviously had my MIDI system prep-based um, TV. I think I wanted one of those TV VCR. I would have liked a pink one. That would have been like my mm. absolute dream. I did have uh, a, I did have a, I did have a VHS in my bedroom. Oh, did you? Oh, Very did. Yeah, I did. So I could <laughs> press record and record tape that when they were on, on the Brits or whatnot. So yeah, that was quite fancy actually. My mum and dad took it out of my room when it was my GCSEs though. They were like, no, yeah, no telly. <laughs> No telly during GCSE time, so they took it out then. Did you have any posters on your walls? I did. I had um, I had a mix, but I had one of my biggest uh, crushes was Jarvis Cock. I don't really know why. You're not alone I'm in not... that either. We've had Ellie from the Scummy Mummies. She liked Jarvis Cocker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a weird crush, isn't it? Because especially for like a young... I mean, I did crushes too. So I wasn't just him, but something about him, I thought he was really cool. So, and maybe because I wanted to sort of be cooler... I put. I had a massive poster of um, Jarvis Cocker, and then I had dance posters and stuff. I think that was, my sister had my room for me, so she had lots of Ministry of Sound and things. So even though I'd obviously never been to any of those kind of like rave type things, I had like, rave and like 
nights out kind of you places. Sound so. really, like you were a little bit cool. Wanted to be cool, Emma, is the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you were projecting, you were putting manifesting coolness. You're like, I've not been to the, have you ever been to the Ministry of Sound since? Yeah, well, I have been as an adult, but I didn't go until I was probably more like in my 20s. Does it even exist anymore? I'm t- I don't I know. It does exist, actually. You'd think that maybe it didn't exist. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. If Jarvis Cocker turned up at a book signing and said, Katie, <laughs> could you sign me book? Would your heart still flutter and do you still fancy him? I, oh, my God, my heart would definitely flutter. And I, I need to look at what he... Now, I imagine he doesn't look quite as... um. Not sure he was ever hot, but <laughs> I imagine maybe you look now. But um, but yeah, why not? You know, yeah, you'd be like, oh, your little heart would like be like, yeah, oh, I love, I love the other thought. Could you imagine? You'd just be like, and it's Jarvis, and he's just like, what? Where was he from? Was he northern? Was he? I feel like he was northern. I, was he northern? I invented that. He had, yeah, he had an accent, but now I can't place where it was from. He's definitely had quite. Yeah, I'm going to find a, a, a recent picture of Jarvis Cocker and I'll put it on my Insta story so people can yeah. just, so, so we can see, see what it looks see, like. Yeah, I'm going to look no, one up as well because no flipping clue. What music I, are you into apart from pulp? Boy bands, I think. I can't remember who was it. Was five around that kind of thing? Five. Well, I used to love um, New Kids on the Block. Um, they yeah. were around that earlier, um, and then just embarrassing stuff. Mariah Carey. That's so embarrassing. That's not embarrassing. Um, is it? Whereas, <laughs> that's there's no music. The embarrassing to listen to all of that love songs, you know, and you're only like a teenager and you don't even know what it really means, but you just imagine the boy that you had a crush on and you're like singing the song to him and like you've only said two words to him. Um, Natalie and Bruglia torn. That was my one. I'd be like, oh, my lad. oh God, that I mean, that I just I think that's one of the songs of all time. Surely. Yeah, Natalie and Bruglia Torn, um, uh, uh, All Saints Never Ever. Yes. Doing that rap, like, yes. a few questions that I need to... I don't even oh, know, really know what it meant. How, how you could ever, ever hurt yourself. I need <laughs> to know what I did what wrong. wrong. It's like, I'm that song, if somebody up. ran up to me in the street and they said, we're going to kill all of your family unless you can, it, unless you know all the words Never Ever, I'll be like, fine, <laughs> yes, I can do the whole it's song. fine, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it, go on. And then I would just stand there and I'll... B- Shaznay out because she was oh, great in that. Yeah. Um, so you were into pop music as well as pulp. What um, Oasis v Blur? What are your thoughts? What did uh, you choose? Oasis, I think we've had not one Blur person, not one yeah, Blur person. I think my so Blur, because, and he loves them both. So, but I think that Blur's songs are sometimes a bit personally, and I think Oasis has got yeah cracking songs. So, um, guys, I'm going to be completely honest. I, we just recorded a big section, a big flipping section. I didn't press record. So um, Katie has very, very generously agreed to continue. So I'm hoping this is going to be better than it was before. But to be honest, I don't know if we can, because I talked a lot about my boobs previously. Um, and people listen. This is what happens when you get two perimenopausal women together. Not to two, do. Just... I mean, I've got the chimes. Yeah, you. Like, where are you, Emma? And I'd, I'd ask for it to be half an hour later. And, and now it sounds like there's on. a helicopter above me. It sounds like there's a SWAT team about to run in, probably to ask where the hell my <laughs> mind's gone. Guys, it's perimenopause. I'm 45. This is what happens. <laughs> I forget to record. Yeah. So, Kate, Katie, I think this is the third time I've asked you now. Blur or blur or. <laughs> Maybe you could mix it up and say blur this time. 
I'm sticking with Oasis, which is sticking with Oasis. Harder. Thank you, Bob. She's sticking <laughs> with. I like. I prefer Oasis. I think they're cooler. She's better. she's sticking yeah. with Oasis. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay, I'm going to mix it up a bit and I'm going to do all the questions in a different <laughs> order. We're going to go with, Katie, what was your biggest teenage success? I was struggling to this. think of many things, but probably the one vague achievement I had was that I was a finalist um, the Miss Palace Pier Princess Competition. And you were a fan. How old were you? Was that when you were 14? It was about, it was about 14. The thing was that I didn't... Um, I didn't actually try to take part. They were just like, I was just all day. They just kind of grabbed me and said, do you want to be in the Palace Pier Prince? And so I was like, oh, okay. And then I got through the rounds. So finally. You were scouted like a storm model. You were scouted like Kate. I was just wearing like shorts and a t-shirt. You were or the Kate Moss. Maybe some cycling shorts or something. Kate Moss of Worthen. Um, That's forever. That Kate Moss of Worthen. Yeah. You could have been, you. They, they were like, yeah, but I didn't win though. I didn't win, so that was you the, know that what was you downside. Was... I think you've got like a year's free pass for rides on the pier or something as well. So I was obviously quite gutted. Were you really but, excited? What did you have to do in the rounds? Just stand there and you let? I had to go on stage and say some answer questions. Can't remember what they were now, but you know, like this face. I kind of, what do you? What's your aim in life? And what would you like to see happen to the world? You know, all those kind of in content uh, questions so i had to answer a few questions they obviously weren't very good to like a nine-year-old in a princess dress but... that is a lot of pressure for a 14 year old if they just said it's... to me what is your aim in life i would have been like to marry one of take that <laughs> yeah yeah well mine was to donovan because i was obsessed with him to marry jason donovan jason donovan. i used to i used to actually cry because i thought that the only he wouldn't marry me was because I was too young for him I thought that was the biggest uh, age was the biggest barrier to do with the fact that he was famous and lived in Australia and stuff that was me and Matt Goss that was me and Matt Goss I'd look at the post yeah yeah I was just four years older so like 16 but I was just a little bit older Matt Goss would marry me I I really thought that yeah that (laughs) was the uh, not the fact that I've never met him I would had no interaction with this man at all but if, if if it wasn't for age yeah. It could have been me and him. It's the same. It's weird, isn't it? That I think that's just your sort of small view of the world where you just don't really think about the bigger picture. Like it was just it was just the age factor. It's a kind of confidence that you have when you're young as well, because you're like because now I would think that nobody would fancy me in the world ever, but then I was like, it's just <laughs> yeah. simply a matter of age, not the yeah. fact that I am just a little yeah. brummy in like with a son in hair living in Birmingham <laughs> otherwise we'd be together what was your biggest teenage flop um well been many and I think that they're mostly um revolved probably around when I started drinking and drinking and not knowing my limits and um I remember particularly one of my worst um one on quite a new boyfriend we went on a um bowling date with um him and friends and their girlfriends and stuff and I basically just kind of decided to with a couple of the other girls. Uh, half, um, we sh- I think we shared like a bo- massive bottle of vodka or something, <sighs> and just comp- got really, really pissed. Tried to flirt with his, and um, and then basically ended up vomiting everywhere. Collapsed in the big pool of sick in the car park, and they had to like carry me home. Um, put me straight into bed, and parents the next day were fuming. Obviously, were like. You just got carried home with by some some random. You know, and so 
there was always stuff like that but that was kind of like a quite a common in the day because I don't know that's just what we used to do it when is. we were young and I don't think it teenagers is. do it anymore oh I don't know I don't wrinkle the time it was it, yeah I, I mean yeah there's been many a time where I've drank too much I remember I remember going to a party once sorry dad my dad always listens to these sorry dad I remember <laughs> going to a party once and people had just took it was almost like a bucket or like, you know, the bowls, it's like your sick bowl at home, just, you know, the plastic yeah. bowl and people have put all sorts of types of drink in it. And I just ran up and I just was like, you know, come on guys. And I drank it. And then I, I have no idea what happened. I think there was, there was some, there was sick. There was a bus journey. I vaguely remember being on a bus. It was oh. terrible. It, and then, you know, the next day, yeah. the anxiety. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, the it, it was bad, but like now, I get anxiety from having lost of wine with some friends, and I go, oh, did I not ask people enough about their lives, or things silly, or was I slightly offensive? But I, I get worse anxiety now. Um, to when I was oh, God, doing yeah. all sorts of stupid shit when I was young. One gin so in a tin, one gin in a tin, and then the next morning I'm like, oh my God. You know, yeah, oh yeah, when were you? I flashed my tits down the whole club, but you know, whatever. Everyone does it. It's just a silly thing. <laughs> Me and my friend Caroline but... used to stand at the traffic lights and just lift our skirts and was people. <laughs> like, hey. like what? I don't know what I don't know what we thought we were doing, but that's what we did. And we had a yeah. and then we probably picked up a traffic cone and then yeah. ran back. That was when See, I was a, that yeah. was when I was fourteen. To be fair, that was when I was a year. No, I mean probably a bit older. Hopefully, yeah. yeah you, you could do that kind of stuff because there wasn't social media. No one had camera phones, so fine. Um, as long as there wasn't any evidence, everyone could forget about it. But now, see if you anything that you can't forget about it because somebody's filming you or taking pictures and sharing them on whatsapps and snap wherever else so happy there is no social media of some of the hijinks I do remember getting very very tipsy with some friends and then turning up to a first date and I walked there's a pub called the square peg brummies if you're listening you know the square peg and I walked down the stairs and he was with his friends first day and I just walked in and I fell all down the stairs and I fell into the table and then just everything just smashed on the floor and I was like oh my guys and I bet they were like oh, who is this? went out with him for two years didn't put didn't, <laughs> didn't oh, put him no. on he was like mm, she's my kind of girl um it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Stephen it was a teen a teenager however when I met Stephen on our first date and this was not when he was a teenager he drank three reef in his mouth at the same time and I was like what do you think <laughs> just was like what do you think of that oh, oh, oh. and I was like oh, you know what 20 years later <laughs> impressive did win you over a bit <laughs> I thought he was that reef was, was mad dog 2020 a thing when you were young when, yes. yeah yeah it's key strawberry or something was that one I can't remember all of them but like yeah there's a green one and a red one was good as well like green and red yeah yeah kiwi flavor um I know what your biggest favorite fashion item was but I want you to tell the people please oh uh, yes um it was a I've still got upstairs because I kept it for all the special memories it'll hold to me it was like a sort of see-through it's almost like a nighty, like a very cheap thin light crewish material white dress and it had like it was backless it had like ladder sort of strap sort of little thin straps so it was like the whole back was and yeah it was sort of pretty see-through so you couldn't really wear 
wear a thong. So, so you had your thong, you had you had your thong, you had no, you had your nips out, thong on. Pretty much, pretty much. Was it was yeah. it one of the thongs where you got five for five pound from Topshop? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, I expect it was. Yeah. Of course it was. Like you might have picked up like a red thong to be a little bit <laughs> like, oh, because that's what we, we that's what we think the uh the men are red thong. I would have got like a thong with maybe like a dog on. A white thong, a black thong, <laughs> and a couple of lacy thongs. And I'd have felt, oh, no, I never would have done. If I had a thong now, one, I would instantly get thrush. And two, my yeah. full bottom would eat it. And yeah. I'd have to go to hospital to have a thong, an operation to remove it from my bottom. Because it would yeah. be, oh, be gone. It would be lost. It would be, it would be lost. Now. I wonder if people wear thongs now. I don't know if it's maybe. I don't know. I mean, the kids the back hasn't it the fashion so it's a bit more like 90s fashion at the minute there's lots of like crop tops and a lot of baggy stuff which I quite like but um you know like baggy trousers and jeans and stuff and uh so I don't know if they do where I don't know maybe we need to get some teenagers to write in and write in <laughs> what are about? Where are they... write in sorry tweet <laughs> where are they writing it dear Emma Write in handwritten letter to Emma. I'm writing a letter wear... to say to you, I can confirm we do the youth of today, we do indeed wear a thong. <laughs> the Snapchat. Thong. Snapchat. I haven't got I haven't got my daughter the other day said, Can I have Snapchat? And I was like, Absolutely not. No. That's one of the I, she's not got Snapchat. In fact, how how are your kids on are they on social media yet or not? They're still a bit uh, my old. oldest is, yeah, he's in year eight, so he's got it. He's on Snapchat. Don't even know what they do. He just keeps going on about his snap streak. So basically, you have to snap people every day, um, and you lose your snap streak if you don't do it. So he'll be like, "But I'm like, put your phone down." And I've got to do my snap because we've got, you know, I've been doing 255 milo or whatever where they've done it, and so I don't. It's it's just mad. I don't really understand it, but. I don't understand what happens if they stop their snap snap streak. Do they get in? What happens? Well, nothing. Nothing. They just don't, they can't say it anymore. They can't say that they've had a, you know, two years or whatever. With I've somebody, got all this so. to come. Yeah. We're st- she's still 12. So I'm kind of, I think when you're, mm. when they're 13, it changes it. But at 12, I'm still managing to keep her like, she, she's, she's not on anything. She'll watch TikToks oh, on, on YouTube. Like, so she knows like the dances and all that lot. And, yeah. you know, like the, the aesthetic and the vibe and stuff. Um, yeah. 
So Jarvis Cocker was your first crush. Who else was one of your first crushes? Generally, anybody with curtains. So I liked Edward Fernog, Mark Owen, if I was going to go for one of Take That. A kind of cute, but I was a pretty boy, boy bandy kind of like that was my crush. All, all my friends took the piss out of me because I used to like um, a bit like a pig Brian. No, what was his name? From... Brian McFadden? Yes. Yes. Adam, I used to fancy him, which is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Brian McFadden. He's so he, particularly attractive. He, uh, sorry, Brian, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Brian. I think you are quite attractive to me, I he, think. Um, uh, when, he was married to Kerry Katona, wasn't he? And then yes, remember on his stag do, he didn't he cop off with a stripper? <laughs> He's a little... Oh, yeah. But then, then he was married to... He's now married to Spencer Matthews. No, hang on. Wasn't he married to Delta Goodrum? Are you confusing... Oh. Yeah, he was. Who was married to Vogue Williams? Got together with a Vogue. Did it? We 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 should do. I'm it. pretty sure. Yeah, I will fact check it. But he was definitely married to Delta Good. Was he married? Yeah, he to was. Delta Goodrum. He was with her anyway. Yeah, I and think she, they were married. And was she in? in was she in Home Away or Neighbours? I can't remember. He was in one of those two, and she was a singer as well, wasn't she? She did some songs. Oh, they were all singers. Who wasn't a singer? Yeah, every single like, flipping like, person. Um, Stephen, yeah. Stephen Dennis, he had a song, Jason Donovan. And Flick, who was Flick? That, like, you oh. know, she had one. I need to get um, my sister on because she's a Neighbours expert. She's like Neighbours number right, one. Yeah. She's like Neighbours number one fan. They all had a song out. Um, I love Neighbours in Home Right. Did you fancy uh, Dieter Brummer? Oh, yeah. Who was Dieter Brummer? He Shame. was in the Home and Away, wasn't he? The surfer. What? Definitely fancy. Yeah, he was right up my street. Shane yeah, and fun. Angel, what? That was a heartbreaking. Uh, what happened at the end? What, sorry if we're spoiling the plot of Home and Away from 25 years ago. <laughs> what happened at the end? Did she die? Did he die? Did somebody die? Why were we so sad? I don't know. Or maybe or did they just move away? I'm not sure. Well, that wouldn't have been very sad. Could you imagine? No, I moved away. I don't know. And Donald Fisher's just waving them off. Goodbye. I feel there was. A, <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was a motorbike accident. I, I, I think she. I think she died. I remember being really, really upset. Did you sit at home and go watch like Biker Grove, Neighbours, Home and Away, and then eventually mm. Hollyoaks? Oh God, yeah. And my the punishment in my house being naughty was my dad would take the TV aerial to work in his briefcase because my and so she she knew he knew that she'd be able to would be able to talk her around so he. And we wouldn't be able to watch Shame or any and neighbours, and that was the worst punishment ever. Good, um, you know, punishment because it stopped us. We were really missing out on the, those episodes of Neighbours and Home and Away. Because so the only way you could catch up was if you watched it at half one the next day. Yeah, but we were at school. But you were at school, so, so you couldn't do you'd that. Never ever get to see it again. It you, was just gone. You never get to see an episode where Bouncer was. Doing, yeah. Did you remember those episode where Bouncer, like Bouncer, had a dream or something, and then out of dream, yeah. Or there might be an episode when Harold went missing, and and then just bowled up like five years later. You could have missed that. Yes, that would have been. Oh God, (laughs) no, you couldn't miss that. You'd you'd be ostracised the next day at school. You'd no one would be able to. You wouldn't have anything to say to anybody. Were you a Blue Peter girl? Because I wasn't. Uh, No, not really. I did not really know, but you were. Geeky, I think. Did you make a Tracy Island? No, but I, I think I wanted one. I, think, I wanted someone to make it for me. I <laughs> wanted someone to make me. I had no interest in Thunderbirds, never even seen Thunderbirds, knew nothing about Thunderbirds, but I wanted a cardboard yeah. Tracy Island. Yeah, it was cool. It was 
one of the best things about Blue Peter. But, In fact, when you said, did you watch Blue Peter? I immediately, <laughs> the train popped into my head and that's that's my one big association. You were like Tracy Island. However, we're both mums. I wouldn't make my kid a Tracy Island. Never. No, bloody hell, no way. Absolutely not. No kids were making that. It was just the parents, surely. Anyway, it's like if, very I went, if I went into Erin's room and went, I've made you Tracy Island, she'd be like, what a... B- no, no, thank you. But that's all we want. That is all we want yeah. back in the day. And um, I presume what you're Then you tempted to try and make it now and see if it was actually possible to do a good... It looked like it would take. I wonder who came up with it. Just like the truck. Anyway, I didn't really watch Blue Peter apart from Tracy Island. There was no one on a fancy who I fancied. I fancied everybody. We fancied everybody. And I don't think I fancied one single. I don't think I fancied one single Blue Peter presenter. I remember anything? I can't anyone think of being. They were all a bit geeky, weren't they? Square, I think. Yeah, but I think Blue Peter is quite cool now. I don't. I think. I don't think it's. Uh... Oh, is it? I didn't even know it still existed. Yeah, no, I think it is. I think. Oh my god, oh. I, I nearly did a dance like I was doing hip hop. I think they do hip hop. Oh, did I? But I don't even think. I don't even think hip hop. Oh, very. I think they they have <laughs> they have people on. Um, okay, so apart from Biker Grove, uh, did you watch Children's Ward? Yes, I love Children's Ward. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember great. much about it. I remember really liking it. I feel like there was one handsome boy in it. That's all I can remember about Maybe a patient or a, like a doctor? As a patient, no, as a patient. Oh. It was like a kid, yeah, no, no, not like a man. Um, and Press Gang, loved Press Gang as well. Yes, I loved Press Gang, yeah. And what's it, Spat? That one, the, like the, yes. where they were watching a fast food restaurant. Spats, but I, I really like Press Gang. Dexter Fletcher, there was there was a frisson between what? Dexter Fletcher and uh, Julia Swahala. And they were like, oh, do you remember that? Yes. Well, they weren't they? And it was like, because he was a bad boy, yeah. she was a good guy. And, and you're like, oh, it's, this is just like, this romance is just. Yeah. Or anything like that. Anything that had a little bit of a sniff of romance in. Yeah. And it was always like a nerdy girl with a bad boy. Always. It was always, always, always. And I think that impacted me fancying quite bad boys at school. What about you? Mm, yeah. So it's to blame. Like an, for that. like a naughty one. Okay, so I would like you to think about going back in time mm-hmm. and having a little chat with yourself. What would you tell yourself? I would tell more about this because I, was, I think I mentioned earlier whether it was or not, but I kept a lot of diaries from when I was like into when I was 17. So quite, you know, a big period of my life. And especially with my books, I kind of read through them a lot to sort of see the kind of stuff I was talking about. But it's really funny but a lot of it's also quite sad because a lot of it is really like down on myself particularly Mm. with regard to boys and stuff it was like oh they're really horrible to me but oh they were really nice and I just want to go back and sort of say have a bit more self-respect you know have a bit more confidence in your people treat you like pile of poo really so I think that's the kind of you know the benefit of being older you have the kind of hindsight and you just want to you want to you want to give your younger confidence that's that's what I'd like to do. Yeah, give it. Yeah, go back and give him a go and get back. Give him a bit of a hook. I, what was your first snog like? Talking well, boys. Was it a success story? I, I. It was. I don't really remember particularly. Oh. It was one of those things that it wasn't like a real special moment, like on door. You know, when they were waiting for their first kiss, and they're like, "Oh, is it the right person?" It was more just like, ah. Oh, some people have snogged people so quick just snog anybody so you can say you've snogged someone yeah and I don't actually even remember who it's particular it was it was like when we were we used to sort of just go out and just try and snog as many people as we could in one night it used to be like how many people 
You'll be like, oh, I've to five people. You just like rotate them around, friends and stuff. But... Yeah, and also, yeah, there was a lot of rotation. There was a lot of boy rotation. And I think the benefit of not having social media is you wouldn't be see you wouldn't be seeing your old boyfriend going out with your mate and, ha- you know, because mm. you wouldn't know what was going on. You wouldn't see, would you? There would be no, like, tagging in or yeah. taking photos. Or, like, it was just like, you would only see it if you went around a corner yeah. and you bumped into them in a club right. and they were snogging. Yeah, there was no, there was no anxiety around that. But, yeah, I wonder if that's still a thing. Yeah, boyfriend swapping. There was, there was a lot of, like kind of crossover no, I don't know. it was it was weird but it wasn't even like yeah it's like oh i've snogged that one do you want to go <laughs> bit weird wasn't it but i don't think i don't have now it was more about just like something to do let's just go and try and snog as many people as we can like it was seemed like a fun game almost but um yeah i don't know it was fun at the time i suppose what it was great it was, it was great fun at the time wasn't it I, how old were you yeah. when you had your first kiss probably about 14 15 or I something was like 18. that 18 that's oh yeah oh gosh that I think it's because I just love boy bands so much I just yeah and I found talking to real boys really scary like put me in a room with like a, Ro- a mm. Roman Keating I could have talked to him but put me in front of an actual yeah. real life boy that could have hurt my feelings and I would just like yeah could, couldn't do it it wasn't a thing no well I think mine definitely coincided like starting going out and drinking and stuff like that, which probably gave me a bit more confidence to, you know, join in with that kind of thing. Like I definitely wasn't the kind of confident, like to have school when some people had boyfriends from when they were quite young and stuff. I wasn't, I wasn't one of those people wanted to ask anyone out or done anything like that probably when I was sober. It's more just like, right, I've chucked, uh, you know, extra strong cider or Lambrini or whatever a horrible thing. And just, just spit, just going from what, have you ever been been sick and then just uh, gone back for a snog? Well, probably haven't because once I've been sick, that's usually me for the night, which you may <laughs> know, Emma. <laughs> well, often if I've got to the point where I'm being sick, then I'm just, I need to be put bed and that is it I can't do it yeah there was what there was only one evening I put you to bed and I left you like a Kit Kat chunky and a little Ibina (laughs) and I phoned your husband and I was like think she's in bed (laughs) doesn't need you to go to sleep (laughs) she needed to you know was it about nine o'clock but it was you know it was fun do you know what we've all been there so are you glad that we lived in an era of no social media yeah absolutely I mean i I think it's terrifying for kids these days when they're yeah growing up and every little thing uh, about their lives is recorded and you know like you were saying earlier um thing used to be left at the school gates and now it it's 24 7 of all the parties you're not you've not been invited to you know you can see your friends out I don't know ever and you, you haven't been invited and um everything you're you're always missing and it just didn't used to be like that because you just didn't used to know whereas like yeah I think it's a massive inducing really now but I, I'm not sure because I mean my son and maybe it's different because my son is um you know he doesn't seem bothered I mean about any of that but possibly girls can be a bit more um you know generalized but there, can, there seem to be a lot more dramas the girls I know between the friendship it's like that often um whereas the boys seems to just kick about in a big group not so much of that drama going on yeah my my son hasn't got a phone yet so i have mm. no idea what what he's yeah. what he's going to be like he'll yeah. get one he'll get one yeah. just before secondary school mm. um 
But yeah, I, I did have to sit down with my girl and I'll be like, look, you're going to see stuff where people are at a park or they're doing stuff and you're not mm-hmm. invited. And that's just kind of like, but what happens and then sometimes you'll yeah. do stuff and you might not invite somebody and you have, but maybe they're just a bit more yeah, robust than exactly. us. Because I think me and you, we, social media can make us both a bit anxious, can't it? But maybe they're just going to be a bit tougher than us. And maybe they're just going to be able to. Sorry, <laughs> I just, I just my dark and I just thought oh god it's not plugged in and then so maybe my computer was done oh god she's and not then, plugged in she's not and recording then, um, and then that'd be another what? thing going while I was <laughs> turn off do you know what I'm sad the people didn't hear uh 20 minutes talking about Leonardo DiCaprio and if he is going out with a 23 year old they'll oh. never hear that yeah I mean we weren't quite sure were we yeah we weren't quite sure and then there was a whole bit where I just grabbed my boobs yeah and they're like they're never they're never going to experience they're that. never going to um, but thanks so much for coming on the podcast Katie apologies for my perimenopause of mine but you know what it is it is what it is um I will speak to you yes. soon my love oh thank you for having me See you later bye-bye there we go the wonderful Katie be sure to grab her books Again, if you are a parent, maybe go back and check out her blog, Hurrah for Gin, her books, Hurrah for Gin. And if you've got big kiddos like tweenies, definitely go and grab her books. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was super fun to reminisce about the classic Mad Dog 2020. Do any of you know what I am talking about when I'm talking about Mad Dog 2020 Kiwi? And also, did any of you buy Topshop Thongs? Be sure to go and follow me on Instagram, on the Phonebox Podcast. We do loads of polls over there and questions and chats and you can direct message me. And also be sure to take part in the Spotify poll I'll put up. And if you want to leave a five-star review, that's amazing. As we know, my dad every week leaves a review. We'd, lovely, we'd be lovely to hear from somebody who wasn't my dad. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next week for another episode. Have a fab week, guys. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.